Hi everyone, my name is Tina and I am the content creator behind www.totallylegal.com and I make content on law school, law student life, law student lifestyle, and lifestyle in general. So if these are the topics that interest you the most, then please consider subscribing to this channel. So for this video, I'm going to be talking about the skills that you have to develop as you prepare for law school. So let's begin. guys I would just like to let you know that these skills that I'm going to be sharing with you are the ones that I have observed throughout the years to be to be the skills that I should have developed for myself so that I didn't have to undergo you know too much difficulty adjusting to law school so I don't want that to happen to you that's why I'm sharing with you these skills in the hope that somehow this would help you prepare for your law school journey so the first skill that you have to develop for law school would be reading comprehension skill and I couldn't emphasize this even more in my experience and contrary to popular belief memorization is not the sole skill that you need in law school well, it's inevitable in some occasions that you will be required to memorize certain legal provisions or case doctrines, but for the most part of your law studies, it's all about reading, reading, reading. And it's not just, you know, being able to pass upon a page, just saying, okay, I've read this, I'm done. It's beyond that because in law school, you have to be able to understand by heart every single legal provision or case doctrine that your law professors assign you to read and study. So I know pretty much that you're familiar with reading comprehension, but to put things simply, reading comprehension is all about being able to understand every material or reading material that you you read or that you encounter. So this is a very basic yet indispensable or very important skill in law school that I hope you'll be able to develop as early as now. Now the next ability that you have to be able to develop for law school would be your reading speed or your ability to read faster than your leisure reading mode. <laughs> Um, you might get confused or you might find it odd that I had to separate reading comprehension from reading speed, but for purposes of preparing yourself for law school, I honestly believe that these two should be approached or tackled differently and separately. And uh, at the outset, I just want to emphasize, you know, as early as now that reading speed is not the sole determinant of your success in being able to finish all your uh, law school readings, okay? However, I included this skill in this video because I thought 
based on my observations uh, on myself, uh, of my classmates in the previous years, that if you are able to read faster, you have an edge in law school. Like, in every subject, there will be times when professors will assign tons and tons of readings just for case readings alone. Uh, some professors would assign 10 to 15 or even 20 case readings per per meeting, not per semester, per session or per per class meeting. And imagine how many classes you have for a single day. So if you have that skill of being able to read faster with comprehension, then you really have an edge. You can read faster with understanding and that results to being able to cover more topics. And if you're able to cover more topics or more readings, then you'll have more time, not just to review your readings and to make advanced readings, but you know, more time for yourself, for your family, or for doing some other things that you have to do for a specific day. The next skill that you have to develop for law school is listening skill. And uh, we all know listening is one's ability to decode a message. And when you read reports or studies or English books, listening, attentive listening rather, is a vital component of establishing good communication. However, in my experience as a law student, listening is more than that. Listening uh, for me is being able to grasp instructions or information delivered through spoken words by your law professors. So I have I have this uh, little anecdote which actually happened to me years back when I was still uh, in my second or first year in law school. So we had this recitation and mind you guys, if you study law in law school, it's, it's not the usual recitation that the professor calls you, then you sit down, then he calls another person. No, it's not like that. Uh, most of the time, you recite together with your other classmates Usually you're like five or six or even ten at the time and when you recite the professor gives you like a hypothetical question and then he asks each and every one of you of your opinion about that of how you'll be able to interpret those um, uh, that situation and apply the law for that particular situation. So I had this classmate uh, that my professor asked first and then I'm not sure if he wasn't satisfied with his answer or he just had to call another student for the sake of you know keeping the recitation going then he called another person uh, one of the girls in our class and perhaps she's so toxic that time she was trying to read uh, more legal provisions or to recall her notes while that recitation is ongoing that when the professor called her she wasn't able to answer and the only thing that she was able to utter back to the professor was sir can you repeat the question and that drove my professor nuts like uh, I don't know 
he was so mad because he expects every single student in his class, which law students are expected in each class, to be able to listen attentively to the recitation, whether you are on deck or not. But yeah, that is one of the scenarios that will happen to you if you don't attentively listen during a recitation. And that is one of, I guess, the most uh, relevant application of how important listening skills are in your law studies. Another importance of being able to attentively listen comes in your legal apprenticeship. Your supervising counsel or the one who trains you for a specific period of time in your legal apprenticeship would, you know, sometimes would give you instructions and he won't have time to like slowly uh, deliver the instructions just so you will be able to take note of them. Especially if you're in a law firm set up, your supervising counsel is so busy that he would just pass by and give you the instructions and he expects you to get the instruction really fast. So I get a lot of questions from youngsters who are also aspiring law students about communication skills in law school. So their questions are, you know, mostly about do I have to be a good writer when I study law? Do I have to be a gifted writer? Do I have to be excellent in public speaking? So these are the things that concern them the most. And in my opinion, you don't have to start as gifted or super excellent because I believe, especially if you're still in high school or in college, that you have so much time ahead of you to practice or to hone your spoken and written communication skills in English. However, if you really want to thrive in law school, communication skill is one of the skills that you really have to work on especially so if if this area is something that you struggle on as a student okay so there are actually two components of communication or of this communication skill that I believe you have to hone if you want to become a good law student and you know eventually to become a good lawyer and that would be your oral communication skill and your written communication skill. Of course both should be using the English language and I'm telling this because I couldn't emphasize more that English is the language that lawyers, justices, judges use. English is the medium of instruction used in law school. You do recitations in law school, not in Tagalog, but in English. You answer your law exam questions, which uh, for your information are in essay form in English. So everything you do in law school, everything you speak, everything you write, 99.9% .9 of that would be in English. 
So as early as now, I do advise everyone to really focus on developing this skill. So the next skill that I encourage everyone to develop as early as now would be your analytical thinking skills. Now, lawyers, they are engaged almost every single day in collecting information or data, analyzing those information, and from that analysis to solve problems for their clients or make decisions. So eventually, we are going to be lawyers in our own time. So it would not hurt if as early as now, we will endeavor to develop that skill. So one of the simplest ways that you can actually hone this skill is to, you know, incorporate your practice in your everyday life. Say in making simple decisions for each and every single day, like what step to take for a particular situation, stuff like that. So through these simple ways, you'll be able to develop your analytical skills or your analytical thinking skills. So the next skill that you have to develop in preparation for your law school journey would be your time management skill. Time management basically is your ability to plan, organize, and accomplish things in a day through the productive use of your time or of your waking hours. So basically, time management allows you to accomplish things within a given period of time or even lesser, okay? And this skill is something that you really have to hone as early as now, whether you plan to study law full-time or to study while working. In law school, you have so many workloads to deal with. I mean there will be times when a professor in a certain subject will assign thousands of pages of readings and then another professor will give you a case digest assignment ranging from 100 or even 200 uh, case digests that you have to do and to submit eventually and these are the things that you'll be dealing with law school and you wouldn't want any law subject to suffer, right? So as early as now, you have to practice this skill and incorporate it in your daily life. So one of the best ways that I tell youngsters or those who ask me about time management is to eliminate too much social media use. I mean, it's not bad to use social media, I think it's useful. There are times when even our class or even our professors course through social media, their assignments or their announcements to our class. But what I'm referring here is too much social media use, like just doing Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram the entire day. And that, my friends, is bad because you're not making productive use of your time or you're not using your time wisely. Now, if you're in law school already and you're still struggling on time management or you really just wanna track or know how much time you spend for a particular subject just so you can do something about it, well, I have designed a study tracker specially made for law students. I have a link down below which you can check out. 
and if you like it then you can get yourself one and basically the thing here is you'll be able to see how many hours you spend on a particular subject and that will allow you to visualize how you would be spending your day now since we've talked about time management skill i think at this juncture it would also be noteworthy to emphasize that you also have to develop as early as now your organization skill and i believe you know organization and time management skills come hand in hand along with the other skills that we've been discussing in the past few minutes in this video in order for you to really thrive in law school. So um, organization is more than just being able to put things in their proper order or in their proper place. But in my opinion, organization is more on doing things more efficiently. And as a result, if you do things more efficiently, then you will be able to make use of your time more productively or more wisely. So to practice organization skills, I think as early as now, you have to be very mindful of your actions and you have to figure out how to do something in a more efficient manner. It actually doesn't take rocket science to do it and you can actually incorporate it even on the simplest tasks that you perform. So for instance, if you are making notes for a particular subject of yours, you can probably organize that notes in a way that it will be easier for you to retrieve it in the near future. So for instance, in taking notes, we can incorporate organization in that activity by making sure that those notes that we've taken after our college professor gives a lecture would be quite useful and easy to retrieve in case we need to study for an exam. So what I love doing uh, both in nursing school and in law school is I will take notes and then I will transfer those notes into a word processor and then I will choose the topics that my professor emphasized throughout his lecture and bookmark it or put it in a box with a different color so I would be alerted in the future should I encounter this concept that, okay, this is something that I have to focus on because this is what sir or ma'am had emphasized in our previous lecture. So most probably this would show up because this is a very important concept. So it's, it's not enough that you have taken notes. When you say organization, you have to make use or to take your notes efficiently so you can use it to your advantage in the future and that is what you have to really master as early as now if you want to be able to thrive in law school because in law school you have so many topics that you'll encounter that you have to study that you have to take notes on and if you're organized in such a level, 
then you wouldn't have a problem juggling things even if you have a very hectic schedule or even if you have tons of workloads to deal with. Another skill would be interpersonal skill and you know interpersonal skill deals with how you interact with your fellow law students and apart from that how well you can manage your emotions towards your fellow law students so this is not really academically related skill but it would really do you good if you are able to interact with your fellow law students uh, i don't know if you've heard this before but when you're in law school the most popular motto that we have is no man is an island you cannot do it all by yourself at some point in your life you will have to get help from your fellow law students and apart from that you will have to deal with different kinds of people since in law school we have a very diversified student tree so there will be times when you have to mingle with your fellow working law students or full-time law students there are students coming from from different uh, statuses in life so you really have to be able to interact properly with them now you don't have to rush if you have difficulty going out of your shell or if you're not a social butterfly i am not a social butterfly but you know um somehow i was able to work on this and you know you can try to open up with uh, a few number of people you can start with your closest friends and then you can continue by knowing more people in your class or joining organizations if you're in college or in high school just so you'll be able to develop this skill you also have to develop as early as now your stress management skill so as we all know stress management is the act of doing various techniques strategies or different kinds of activities in order to enable your body to adapt to different stressors or to stress so basically anything that relieves your stress can form part of your stress management right uh, why am I emphasizing on this skill? Well, just so you know, law school is a stress factory. Like, all stress immanageable can be found in law school. Your recitation can be a source of stress because sometimes you will just have those days when you have very grueling recitations and i'm not even exaggerating law school exams are also stressors in a way that they can be very difficult because in the first place it's really just difficult to study the law right and there are so many things that you'll be stressed about in law school your legal apprenticeship or your case digests several deadlines that your professors will be giving you and i know you will relate to me when you get there so there are so many law school stressors that you have 
to dodge or if not to adapt in order to survive and thrive in law school. So as for me, what I love doing, my most effective stress management strategy is sleeping. I love sleeping. I only get like two to four hours of sleep since I'm a working law student. But whenever I have the chance, I will sleep all day. And that for me is my stress management strategy. And there are different types of activities that you can use in order to relieve your stress it's all up to you i mean every strategy is different for every type of people or every every person so you do you if that relieves your stress then that will definitely uh, allow you to manage your stress when the time comes that you study law and last but not least would be advocacy skills and advocacy consists in conveying your message negotiating and advancing your causes position or initiatives it's basically like making known to other people your say about a certain issue or situation so let's say if you're a reproductive health advocate or animal welfare advocate then it would probably be normal for you to discuss issues regarding these topics whenever you're given the platform or the opportunity to do so. So that's basically how advocacy works. Admittedly, you don't need much of this skill when you start studying law or any time in law school, in my opinion, because, you know, Unless repealed or amended, our laws are pretty much as is. And the same goes with our jurisprudence or case doctrines. However, I noticed that you really need to have a developed advocacy skills when you become a lawyer. And in my opinion, I don't think you have to wait until you become a lawyer to develop this skill because as early as now, you can actually take steps to develop your advocacy skills. One way to develop your advocacy skills as early as now, even before law school, would be to join you know, organizations that give you the opportunity to engage into public speaking or if you're in high school or college, then probably you would, you might want to join debates. So there you have it, 10 skills that you have to consider that you really should consider developing if you really want to prepare for law school as early as now. So there, if you like this video, I hope you learned a lot from it please consider subscribing to this channel or better sharing this with your friends especially those who are also aspiring to become law students so i hope to see you guys next time and until my next video have a great day and god bless